You're listening to Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast number 57. This is the second of a double shot with Fred Dodson. Here's the deal. I emailed Fred about talking to him about the communication course. That's the latest book and audio book that we did, that I did the audio for. He wrote the book. And uh, those are both available on Audible and Amazon now. If you go to Fred Dodson or Frederick Dodson or the communication course, you can find them there. And so we were setting up the podcast and we set the specified time. And he said, you can ask me anything you want. So I thought, wow, there's an opportunity. I'm not stupid. (laughs) So I made my notes about how we were going to do the interview. And then I, uh, I actually thought about... What I wanted to ask and what I wanted to do, and you know, several ideas and several things came to mind. And then I thought, uh, then what I, what I was in the morning, I was thinking about this, and I decided to just do some yoga and let it come. So you know how you're supposed to set an intention at the beginning of a yoga session. So I set a very clear intention that I would receive exactly the thoughts that I would use to ask Fred for the anything portion of the interview. We would do the business part. We would do the communication course. And it was an excellent interview with lots of good information in it. Hopefully you'll get the book. But even if you don't, there's good information in that podcast, number 56. And then I asked for specific clarity on what to go into. And literally, as I finished yoga, I went back to the computer and sat down and it just flowed out. It was a perfect outline, and we did that as this podcast. And then, after the interview, Fred sent an email, and he said that was just a really cool experience for him as well. So you know, again, the magic of just coming together in the space of intention. Fred had no idea when he said anything what that would be received or how that would be interpreted on this end. And I really had no intention or direction with that either. I thought we were doing an interview about the book. And then he opened it up for something else. I opened it up to the universe. And we have something that we are both very pleased with and I hope will touch your life. So this is a real live coaching session. Fred is available on his website for coaching at realitycreation.org. And you could do a Skype session with him just like you're about to hear. So the way that this unfolded, just spontaneously, the way that this unfolded spontaneously is just as though you had engaged Fred for coaching and you had done the session on Skype. This is what it would be like. Now, the topic you're going to hear, the topic is basically that I want to advance this work that I'm doing here, but I have two kids in college and I have expenses and obligations, and so there's that rub. So there's the fear of wanting to do something else, another area, another aspect of my life, and the fear that comes up that it won't support me financially. Now, you're going to hear through here some things that you can connect with, whether that's exactly your pitch or not. And like Fred said, this is the structure that you can use with whatever. If there's something completely different, maybe it's a relationship issue or a job issue or whatever it is for you, health issue, that you could use this structure and just apply it to your situation. And also, if you want to up the game, go to realitycreation.org and schedule a session with Fred and just experience this for yourself. It is truly magical. So, without further ado, here is the unedited version. This is exactly as it played out. I didn't touch a thing. This is my coaching call 
with Fred Dodson. We're back with Fred Dodson, and this time I'm going to take him up on an offer. When we set this up, he said you can talk about anything. Well, I'm going to talk about anything. Fred, thank you for doing this second one with me, and let's do a little coaching session here. How about that? Okay. What I wanted to talk about was an issue that I've dealt with going all the way back. In in my formative years, I could see this where it showed up in my life, and we're talking, as we did in the last podcast about the communication course book, let's talk about fear, but specifically fear related to money. And I would imagine that there would be some other people listening in on this who can relate as well. Specifically, I've talked to you about this before, but I I was always drawn early on in my life, about 12, I think probably is when I locked onto this. I was drawn to helping people spiritually. Actually went to college pursuing that. I was intending to go to a Baptist seminary after I graduated from college and become a preacher, a pastor. When I was 20 years old, I made a strategic change in direction, and my life took a different course, and I went into broadcasting. And that led to a secular career that has lasted to this day. Fast forward 35 years, I'm 55, and I'm now feeling, again, a very strong pull to go back to that initial call. I would specifically like to conduct seminars or otherwise engage with a live audience, like we talked about in the communication course interview. Okay. I would like to have a popular podcast or radio program, and I'd like to be a published author. Those are three of my favorite ways of communicating, like we talked about. And I'd like for those to support my lifestyle and international travel. Right. So as you already start with what you want to do, um, you, you naturally move through the fear. There's one thing I always tell people, which is uh, courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is acting in spite of fear, which uh, transcends the fear. It's like what we talked about with public speaking. You just go ahead and do it anyway, uh, because courage is not the absence of fear. It's acting in spite of fear. And as you do it, as you get up on stage or as you start your new business, your knees are shaking, your voice is trembling, you feel insecure because you're unfamiliar with the situation, and you go ahead and do it anyway. Now, that's real, real courage. You walk up to to what you're afraid of, and you breathe through it. Um, and, And, you know, you do so over and over again, which in your case would mean you conduct lectures or, or work on your new business for days and for weeks and for months. And in time, um, as you grow familiar with your new field, um, you grow more comfortable with it. That's that's the natural way of things. And what people do is they think, first, I have to get rid of the fear, and then I can do this. But you get rid of the fear by taking the first step. And as you take the first step, You want to feel the fear arise uh, because right now sitting in your comfortable studio or or wherever you are, there's no fear. In order to release the fear, the fear would have to arise and the fear would only arise if uh, you took that step. 
So let's say you take that step and then you feel the fear arise. Uh-oh, here it comes. Um, and in that moment, you'd have to you'd have to slow down. That's the key to to transcending fear, which is kind of difficult in your present situation because there's nothing to be afraid of. You know, but as you take that, you can imagine, we could go through it in your imagination. Uh, we could preempt it. That would be uh, helpful. So what step that you would would have to take pr would produce the most fear within you. Well, of those three, I'm not afraid of any of them. I'm not afraid of being in front of a crowd. I do it quite comfortably. Okay. I'm not afraid of uh, the podcast. Obviously, figured that out. We're coming up on two years of doing this. And uh -huh. I write uh, about as easily as anything I do. So the three of those are not the, the, the mechanics of doing any one of those. Where I'm stuck is that it won't support me financially. Oh, okay. Okay, so uh, <clears throat> if you will, close your eyes, Thomas. All right. Sit back. And imagine feeling. Imagine having awkward conversations with your bank. <laughs> Sorry about this. This is supposed to be serious. <laughs> yeah, this is supposed to be fearful. I'm, I'm failing right now, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Puts really? it in a different light, that's for sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah, imagine having these awkward conversations with your friends or parents or bank or spouse or whoever's in your life. And just not making it. You you started out with great enthusiasm and hope and after a few months it sort of trickles out and you're thinking about giving up and going back to what you're used to. You've kind of failed on your spiritual career. Mm, it's not working. And right now, allow yourself to face the fear. As you imagine this, you're already facing the fear. I say if you've lost everything, and completely give in to having lost everything and have nothing more to lose, you're free of it. So right now, allow the greatest fear to come up. Feel it throughout. You don't have to speak now, just feel the fear in the body as it manifests and arises. It's this uh, sinking feeling of being without money and kind of losing your path, becoming sort of depressed and gray. You could even imagine the consequences that all that might have in the worst case. So you want to go down to the very, very worst case. And as if you were really, really courageous, confront all of that. You're in a safe space here. Nothing's going to happen. As long as you don't act on the fear, it's not going to manifest as you visualize it right now. So you're not going to act on any, any of this. You're just getting up from the subconscious what is already there. Imagine whatever it takes to feel your greatest fear, you know, getting unemployment benefit, being dressed in rags, 
not having taken a bath for five weeks, living on the streets, walking around with a hood, in the hood, just having lost your way, losing money, being rejected by customers, exaggerate it, make an, create an orgy of negativity. Imagine you'll never make it, never ever. You've already failed and fail even more in your imagination. So for the listeners out there, what we're doing is we're just totally diving in to the worst of the worst. We're making it as bad as it's never going to happen because if he's able to deal with that amount of negativity and fear and be relaxed and okay with it and breathe softly, which I hope he's doing now, its sting lessens, its sting reduces. If he has nothing more to lose, if he's already lost everything in his imagination, he's free to progress, to move upwards. So if you feel that fear in your, in your stomach or your chest or your forehead, that would be good. And just stay with it, stick with it. You'll notice it's nothing more than a sensation in the body. It's a survival sensation. Nothing more. And it's being created by these horrible, horrible thoughts, which you've deliberately created now, instead of having them arise automatically from the subconscious, you've drawn them up on purpose, which means you're a little more in control. Now, once all of this has happened, the worst of the worst, what even worse could happen? Just think about it. And even worse. Dying of starvation. <laughs> going to jail, you know. That's what I came up with, going to jail. Yeah, exactly. And what's it like in jail? At least I get a food and a bath. <laughs> you also get raped. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Sorry about this, but that's bad. <laughs> that's your future, Tom. <laughs> that makes it worse. <laughs> Worsens it up some more. Good. Getting scars in your face, getting hardened, totally unspiritual, totally resignated. And try to make it even worse. How could it become even worse? Imagine you're never, ever going to get out of this. It's going to get worse and worse and worse. Descent all the way to hell. And worse than hell, even.
and of cockroaches picking on your skin as you wake up in jail. Make it so bad that it starts getting ridiculous. So for the listeners out there, this is what happens when you go all the way down to fear. It starts becoming funny. It is. Because <laughs> it's never going to happen that way. Remember, this is a serious podcast here. <laughs> Got some pretty wild ass stuff going on here. <laughs> like what? Enlighten us. Well, uh, you said get worse. So, I mean, getting worse is going to jail and getting raped and then getting back out and not being able to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> okay. For the listens out, listeners out there, if he were to suppress this instead of just going through it like he just did calmly, if he were to suppress this, there's the danger that bad things would really happen. All right, so get back to the to the fear itself, which is a serious fear, the the money, and uh, what kind of thinking or thoughts or imagination uh, would create a pleasant sensation in the body, a pleasant feeling regarding money? So shift your attention now to a realistic idea of money-making, of generating income and prosperity, of being well-dressed, smelling good, being stable, of giving and taking, of being shameless and free and taking money, not projecting, oh, those poor people, I can't take money from them, but I can take money from them And with that, I empower them to make more. Of giving and taking, of giving to people you care for, of giving in the form of products and services, and get into the idea of giving value, because that's really the only way to get money from people is by giving value to others which is not really self-oriented, it's others-oriented, giving service and products to others, giving something that they want and need, that you enjoy, but they want and need. Feel what it feels like to give people what they really want, giving them more of it and more and more and more. If you know how to give people what they really want, there's no question about money or income. It happens naturally. Visualize. Allow yourself to visualize shameless luxury and abundance and wealth as if the universe were an abundant place with enough for everybody, with no shame. Fill yourself up 
with more abundance than you can handle. More. Feel the car, smell its leather. Feel the boat, the yacht. See yourself canceling appointments with very important people. Because time is also luxury. And you give yourself the time to cancel an appointment with somebody very rich and very important because you're even richer. <laughs> See how you'd behave if you were rich, how you treat people. Don't link it to treating people badly, link it to treating people good and also link it to working more instead of doing what most people do. They make a little money and they start focusing less. Link it to focusing even more if you've been rewarded by the universe. Appreciating money, valuing it. Instead of it making you lazy and arrogant, it making you even more loving and more giving and more focusing. Because if you link it that way for your subconscious, your subconscious, which has appears to be have integrity, will be okay with generating more money because you put it to good use. If you're not going to use it for anything, your subconscious, not speaking about people in general, but your subconscious will reject money because it links it to, to evil which may be connected to your upbringing. So right now, link it to good, to doing good works. And see how that feels in the body, this line of thought. Relaxing deeply with every breath, because when your muscles are relaxed, it's difficult to feel fear. When your heart rate is slowed down through soft breathing, when your heart rate is slowed down through cool water, or through pleasant thoughts. Those are three ways to slow it down. There's no fear. You cannot control the future that creates fear. You can only control what you do today. Your movements, your speech, your actions. You can be abundant today. You can act abundant today. You can slow down today. There's no telling whether the customers you have today will still be there tomorrow. So do not put all of your eggs in one basket. You want to have several sources, sources of income. Imagine that. That source and then the other source and then that source. Because, in fact, customers are not the real source of money the secondary source, but the primary source is yourself, your consciousness, your state, your energy, and an even more primary source is the universe itself, or if you're a religious, God. That's the real source, the reliable source, the energy, the force that creates everything. If you know that that's the source, 
you're no longer dependent on customers or gigs or whatever. So to lose fear regarding money, you want to place your reliance on the source, not on secondary things, not on people. People are only a temporary source. Do not place your trust in that which is temporary. Trace, place your trust in that which is absolute, which is consciousness, energy, universe, source of all things. Feel how stable that is. You know this force that created all the stars, the abundance and wealth of stars and beaches and mountains and forests and people, that's the force and the source you want to rely on regarding money matters. Furthermore, you want to rely on creating the best value you can in your field. If you build the best value you can, if you set out with doing the best you can, they will come. If you build it, they will come. And to reduce the fear even more, you can also start your new business alongside your old one. And then eventually slowly drop your old business. Once the new one is established, you can go the slow way. It's not a problem. So that reduces the fear even more. All right, that completes this meditation session, but not our coaching session. Please return. How do you feel? Amazing. <laughs> I feel slightly richer than Oprah. <laughs> right. So this was only, well, I don't want to say only imagination. This was a preemptive imagination, but you want to experience the same thing when the real situation comes up. Do you understand? Totally. So let's say you're, you're walking to your, uh, bank and there's an issue there and you're sitting there at the bank and you feel the fear coming up or the awkwardness coming up and you want to breathe through that relax your muscles and shift your attention to more pleasant scenarios so if you can do that in the situations themselves you're you're, you're going to learn to transcend the fear do you have any questions no, that was an incredible exercise. That was amazing. I okay. felt all there were all kinds of shifts on the way down and on the way up. This is actually what a typical Skype session of mine looks like. So you talk to, I talk to the person for a while and then I spontaneously craft a meditation tailored to them. So you, but you do get the idea of taking this um, into real situations, right? Absolutely. Okay. You just carry it on in. I mean, whatever the situation is, you can repeat the process. Right. It's all about slowing down and then shifting your focus. You can't shift your focus if you're, if you're not slowed down, if you're tense and in panic. 
<laughs> so that's that's why you slow down first. Well, thank you for a couple of things. For one, we talked about the book in the last podcast, and then this was just a glimpse into what working with you is really like. This was played real time, no edits. So that's it. And it is incredibly powerful. Fred, thank you again. Always, always great talking to you and uh, best of luck with your transition there to uh, the Arizona area. And maybe perhaps sometime uh, a white Jeep will be headed there with a Texas license plate and we'll get together. All right. I'll only be here for about a year. Okay, because I move from place to place. <laughs> but for those who might be listening in the Southwest, you are available for coaching, correct? I'm available for about a year in Phoenix, Arizona. That's right. Or in Sedona or in, you know, wherever, the the, the whole area. I would, I, I think we ought to put together a uh, Sedona, uh, like a hiking uh, meditation trip or something mm-hmm. where we could, you know. Some, yeah, some kind of retreat. Good idea. Yeah, get off the beaten path and uh, go up in the woods, take some backpacks and tents and whatnot. And uh, that would be a real way to get some juice going for sure. Yeah, that that could be your first retreat in fact. We could we might co-host it. Think about that. Well, there we go. I well let's we'll we'll uh, we'll start with that seed and we'll let it grow for sure. Fred, thank you. Always yeah. great talking to you. Appreciate it very much. Blessings okay. to you, sir. Bye-bye. I have to tell you that after this, I was basically kind of didn't I couldn't do anything for about 15 or 20 minutes. Just had to sit and take it all in. It was that powerful. Fred's website is realitycreation.org, and you can go on there if you would like to experience this for yourself and schedule your own session. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you, Fred Dodson. I really appreciate this. And to all of us, enjoy the journey. I'm Thomas Miller. Maybe we'll see you in Sedona. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.